This is Geek News Central. My name is Todd Cochran. The lead story is YouTube made a video calling, excuse me, a video editing app just like TikTok. 95% of NFTs now are totally worthless, says researchers. I told you so. After one year in space, what's next for an astronaut? You may be surprised. And everything Microsoft announced at its surfaced an AI event. I want to welcome you to episode 1693 of the Geekness Central podcast for Thursday, September 21st. This show is sponsored in part by GoDaddy.com. And of course, supported by listeners just like you. Great deals from GoDaddy can be found at geeknewscentral.com forward slash GoDaddy. You can support this show today at geeknewscentral.com forward slash insider. Hey everyone, we are lit. We are lit and live. I hope you're using a new podcast app from podcastapps.com. Get, get involved, get engaged. We've got everybody starting to use those apps over on the new media show. We got to get you guys using it here. Again, switch to a modern podcast app and let the revolution begin and you get involved in, in the new way to listen to podcasts. If you're a brand new listener of the show, hey, thanks for being here. Make sure you get over to geeknewcentral.com. Please follow and subscribe to the show while you're on the website. You can sign up for a newsletter as well while you're there. You can join our chat room. Our chat room's at geeknews.chat. Get engaged. Go ahead and sign up. Let me know that you are a listener of the show. I will approve your account. But really, the most easy way to reach out to the show is geeknews at gmail.com, geeknews at gmail.com, or at geeknews on X. Of course, you can follow me on Facebook just by, by searching for my first name, first and last name, Todd Cochran. Partner shows, they're all linked to geeknewscentral.com, so definitely take some time and look at those. That includes the new media show, myself and Mr. Rob Greenley, the gadget professor, Mr. Don Bain, who's over in Europe at the moment. I think he's just embarking on his first cruise. And the GNC Weekend Review by our executive producer, Kirk, and of course, his co-host, Scott. Of course, this show is, again, sponsored by the longest, yes, the longest-running continuous sponsor of a podcast. That's our good friends at GoDaddy. Again, savings begin right here. Just lock them in. Lock them in early. Geeknesscentral.com forward slash GoDaddy is the place to go to save money. Again, savings start here. A penny. A penny for a brand new dot com. Or... A dollar ninety nine a month economy hosting for the first year with a free domain. Again, a dollar ninety nine a month economy hosting for the first year with a free domain, or two ninety nine a month managed WordPress hosting for the first year again with a free domain name. So go over there, get those locked in. Of course, you can get a free trial of GoDaddy Website Builder. Uh, that's a great way to get connected as well. Again, that's a Choice of personal business to business plus plans. That's a one month free trial. So definitely check things out over at geeknesscentral.com forward slash GoDaddy. We want you to lock in savings. It's a great way to get connected uh, with the show and, and, and save, save big. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm looking here. I see a, a warning message come up. What is, what is the warning message that I'm getting? Is something going on? Yeah, we're still up. We're still live. We're still online. It just looked like something dropped off, but uh, I guess everything's okay. All right. So 
just I just saw something that flashed. It didn't look like quite right, but uh, the show is still on and live. But again, thanks for your support of GoDaddy. And again, definitely check out all those savings. So I had a great, uh, pretty good week. Um, busy, 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 productive week. It's where we converted a site that has been essentially free for many years to a premium model. Uh, we officially announced our podcast mirror uh, update and conversion yesterday. And of course, enabling a whole bunch of podcast 2.0 features on it that allow those that are on, um, I guess for a better word, legacy podcast hosts that aren't participating in some of this cool new stuff we're doing. They, have the, they can have the ability now to participate in the podcasting 2.0 space by simply just using our, uh, our new service that we've got set up at, at Podcast Mirror. And uh, so we're pretty happy with that. The announcement went out to uh, all the users of the, uh, of the site today to let them know that they have until December 4th to either upgrade their account or on December 4th, we're going to pull the plug. So that kind of what happens. We give everyone plenty of time to make the conversion and, uh, and we'll see how, uh, see how that rollout goes. Not too many hate emails yet. At least actually none so far. So we'll keep our fingers crossed on that. And a very, you know, very small fee, $5 a month for them to use that new product. I'm looking forward to the weekend. I've just absolutely, I kind of hit the wall today, just about five. And, uh, it's just one of those things where sometimes it's, it's, it's that way all week. You're hitting it heavy and you're just kind of like, boom. So, uh, get done tonight, get the show in the can here and then we'll uh, hit tomorrow and, uh, be able to, uh, to start the weekend off strong. But, uh, that's, that's all I got for just kind of updates, but let's get into this eclectic collection of news. And Kirk last week said, uh, last Monday said, Hey, the, News is kind of light, but it was really, really good. And I guess say today the news is kind of all over the place. But the big announcement was really everything Microsoft announced at its Surface and AI event. And really, it was kind of like, okay, we're going to talk about the uh, the laptops for about fifteen seconds, and then we're going to discuss um, all of the uh, AI features and. For those of you that use Microsoft in the cloud and, and maybe have that at work, well, there is a video here that inducing Copilot and Windows 11 in the AI tools are going to be dropping here in just a few days. Um, you're going to want to watch this. This is going to revolutionize a lot of stuff. And again, Copilot will be available more broadly as part of Windows 11 on September 26th. And uh, it'll be uh, going into, uh, of course, uh, the browser and uh, a whole bunch of other functions. Now, the assistant will be able to pull context from your phone. For example, by reading information you receive from your airline via text message, Copilot can pull up your flight information. There's shopping focus version of Copilot on the way as well. Uh, enterprise users will, will need to wait a little longer to make use of Copilot in Microsoft 365 suite. It generally will be available starting on November 11th for $30 per user per month. Now, that is the same price that Google is charging uh, for their AI solution. So it's, again, on the enterprise level, $30 per user per month. I don't pay $30 right now per head for, uh, <coughs> excuse me, for Google services like Gmail, uh, all that stuff is not even $30 a head. So this is essentially 
for any enterprise. This is about doubling, doubling the cost. And I think you can turn it on by a user-by-user basis. Not everyone has to have it. And it's probably a good thing to to be uh, limited in, in the beginning on this. Now, being image creator will soon employ Dell E3 model, the same as those of you that are on ChatGPT+. And it will include an attribution to note that an image was AI generated. Bing will also prioritize search results based on your chat history. If you often ask the Bing chatbot about a certain sports team, the search engine may prioritize those results and you can switch this function off though. But yes, there was a Surface Laptop Go 3, a 12.4 inch touchscreen notebook designed for portability, weighing at two and a half pounds and a 12th generation Core 05. The Surface Laptop Go 3 will be available in four colors. And uh, so anyway, a variety of other stuff. The Laptop Studio 2, which is the most powerful Surface that is built to date with an Intel 13th generation i7H class processor and up to an NVIDIA GeForce RTX 4060 GPU. You can have up to two terabytes of storage and 64 gigs of RAM. And, and that price starts around $2,000. So uh, just to let you know, that's kind of where you're at. But this co-pilot video, I think you should really, really watch an article today that I'll have linked up in the show notes. Definitely check it out. After one year in space, well, <laughs> what, what, is the, what is the desire of an astronaut that's been in space for a year? It's very, very simple. Peace and quiet. He says that basically, you know, all the things going on, you stay busy. But what really happens, he says, besides hugging his wife and children after getting back, he looks most forward to hearing silence in his backyard. On the International Space Station, he said, we have a constant hum of machinery. They keep us alive. It's very important. Uh, but it's just a constant hum. And uh, so... It's, it's curious here what, um, what is happening. So anyway, um, constant hum. So I'm just looking forward to being outside and enjoying the peaceful events. Sorry, I had a text that just came in that I had to respond to. So, you know, I normally um, put my phone in airplane mode. So there we go. Just did that. So anyway, that's what's going on with the returning astronauts. We're looking forward to peace and quiet. This does not come as a surprise to me. I warned everyone many, many times in the early days, NFTs, which I refer to as uh, SHIT coins, 95% are now totally worthless. Just a couple of years ago, you may have no trouble finding some celebrity hawking a non-fungible token. But times change, and now even websites dedicated to gambling with cryptocurrency warning people to stay away from NFTs. So back in the 21-22 heyday, collectors were paying millions of dollars for NFTs, the biggest scam in the whole world. But crypto gambling website now says that most, DAP Gamble, now says that most are worthless. After looking at 73,000 NFT collections, Based on data from CoinMarketCap and NFT Scan, it determined that 69,000 of these collections have a market cap of zero. This statistic effectively means 95% of people holding NFT collections are currently holding onto worthless junk. So um, it's, it's not surprising to me. 
41% of NFTs are priced between $5 and $100 and less than 1% are valued above $6,000. It really made no sense to me why anyone would have bought an NFT uh, to begin with. And um, it, it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever, to be quite frank with you. Oh, and I know I hope you didn't get caught up in buying an NFT. Meanwhile, YouTube just made a video editing app, just like TikTok. It's called YouTube Create, designed to make it easier to make a short, which could help YouTube better compete with TikTok. Again, YouTube is releasing this app. It lets you edit videos right on your phone. The new app could encourage more people to make shorts. Making a separate app also mimics TikTok's strategy. And uh, the YouTube Create app offers video editing tools, including precision editing, trimming, automatic captioning, voiceover capabilities, access to a library of filters, effects, transitions, and of course, royalty-free music, unlike TikTok, which has a lot of normal, a uh, lot of normal, a lot of normal, uh, just regular music. There's a big difference between YouTube and, uh, and TikTok. Someone is blowing my phone up right now. I'm sorry here. They know I'm doing a show. Moving on here. A lawsuit claims Google Maps led to dad of two over collapsed bridge. Lawsuit claims Google Maps led dad of two over collapsed bridge to his death. Medical device salesman Phil Paxson alleged to have been navigating using Google Maps at the time of his accident. His Jeep Gladiator fell about 20 feet into, the, into a creek and he drowned. Straight troopers found his vehicle overturned, partially submerged. There was no barriers or warning signs along the road leading to the hazard. The lawsuit brought by the family accuses Google of no scrudgeons and failing to update its maps to show the route impassable. According to the complaint, the family recently moved the area from Florida, so he was unfamiliar with the neighborhood. A weekend camping trip had been planned and said that they held a camping-themed party at their friend's house. When the party was over, they drove home with the children while he remained behind to clean up. It was dark and raining. He had no knowledge of the collapsed bridge he was being led towards. Well, there's an issue with it, the road not being blocked off to begin with. That's part of the state's issue. Um, the complaint alleges that Google had been notified by concerned residents asking for the route to be struck off both years before the accident and following the death. So uh, as of April 6, 2023, and upon information and belief at other times thereafter, the collapsed bridge unbelievably was still depicted as passable road on Google Maps, despite the Google Map defendants having been placed on notice yet again. So they said for nine years, the community had needlessly and sensitively placed at risk when a road bridge collapsed in 2013. But why wasn't the road blocked? That is another question. Now, here's the thing. If a road's not blocked and you're led down a road, well, you, you, you know, you, you, you could see how this could happen. But I've always said on any of these navigating apps, when I'm on roads that I do not know, when I'm on roads that I do not know, there, who knows what, what's ahead? You have to pay attention. Um, you, you really, really do. So it's, it's too bad. On, on this part that this happened. A T-Mobile system glitch exposes some customers' personal and payment info. Fewer than 100 people affected, according to T-Mobile. To there was no cyber attack. 
There's a temporary glitch related to a planned overnight update involving limited account information to fewer than 100. Some T-Mobile users took to X to ask T-Mobile about the glitch, with one saying we were able to see at least three different account information in their T-Mobile phone app, including numbers, billing, and info address. So uh, they had something go sideways, and people saw it, people paying attention to their phones. Are you sick of Chrome and Edge or Firefox? Well, there's, uh, there's nine other secure browsers available. Brave. Brave is a very popular one that's out there. DuckDuckGo as well. Matter of fact, we have a story about DuckDuckGo later in the show. Uh, Firefox is actually listed as an alternative to Edge, which is interesting. Uh, Tor. I'm not a big fan of Tor. It's not that great. Mulvad is smoother than Tor. I think anything has to be smaller. Uh, Vivaldi has many smart features and CC Cleaner uh, and Opera, of course. Uh, so many, if you want to try a different browser, link will be in the show notes. I'm pretty happy with Chrome no matter what at, at this point. Apple Store workers in France to strike during I-15 launch. Unions want the tech giant to raise wages and put an end to a hiring freeze. Apple's having a rough time in France as of late, as if mandated updates to iPhone 12 due to radiation concerns weren't enough. Apple customers in the country may now struggle to get their mitts on the latest phone. French Apple store workers have voted to strike at the end of the week, coinciding with the launch of the iPhone 15. Among the demands is some increase in wages to make up for inflation. Apple is offering 4.5%. Furthermore, negotiations are requesting Apple put an end to a month-long hiring freeze. So uh, they're going to go on strike in France. So if, if you're in France, you might want to hold off a few days before you buy that new phone. Elon Musk says Neuralink can create the Luke Skywalker solution. This is an interesting use of words. Now, there's been some rumors that Neuralink had caused some deaths in monkeys that were used in part of the testing. Now, they deny that. So, going on to this story, Elon Musk suggests that Neuralink could produce Star Wars-like robotic hands and help save the world from AI. Neuralink, he said it could, uh, in a post, after Neuralink announced a recruitment for its first human clinical trials, he says Neuralink's brain in interface implant could be combined with technology from Tesla's Optimus robot to produce Star Wars-style robotic limbs. Neuralink hopes to play a role in AI risk, civilizational risk reduction, improving AI bandwidth by several orders of magnitude. So we'll see. You know, this is, this is all, you know, anytime they're going to try to play with the brain, uh, I think that is much, much, much high risk. Hang on a second here. So we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens. GM CEO Mary Barra has dropped out of the code conference due to the UAW strike. Barry was set to appear with software head Mike Abbott, but the ongoing strike means she's staying out of the spotlight. The Anacode Conference 
is set to kick off next week. Mary and Mike, Mike Abbott was the, supposed to go as the EVP of software. They're staying focused on ongoing labor negotiations, supporting internal operations through the strike. And um, she told CBS that still things have a long, basically it's talking about the strike. Yeah, that's big here in Michigan. A lot of people I know are, you know, I, I've had some people I know that are suffering, are, are being challenged. And uh, so, uh, this is crazy. Trying to deal with this semi-small emergency while we're doing the show's nuts. But anyway, they're not able to go to the conference uh, because of the strike, and you would would be bad optics. Consumers are being bombarded with billions of threats every year. Most of them are scam attempts. Norton says, so stay on your toes. And the latest Consumer Cyber Safety Pulse report has revealed that just in the first half of 2023, the company's security product blocked more than 1.5 billion threats. Given that Norton is just one of the many solutions protecting endpoints, it's seizing all this. The majority of threats are scams. To pay for further details, phishing is by far the most popular ta scam tactic with 117.8 million attempts. And uh, going forward, things are going to get worse. So just pay attention. Be a pay attention. There's a lot of stuff that's being, being sent at us. And uh, I still have all my computers with... Uh, Malware protection. I still have Norton installed for antivirus, even on my Macs. Something that we all have to be careful about here. NASA wants to send a humanoid robot to Mars. It almost feels like outer space is designed to kill you from massive amounts of radiation to extreme temperatures. To offload mundane and dangerous tasks from astronaut, NASA has invested in Austin-based startup and longtime collaborator Aptronic, which develops humanoid robots. In its current form, Aptronic robot is called Apollo. It's a five foot eighty, five foot eight, hundred sixty pound humanoid robot with a four hour battery pack. The company has already collaborated with NASA on other robots like older NASA bot Valor Key Two. But an outer space humanoid robot could be used for far more adventurous pursuit, like exploring caves or subsurface pits on the lunar surface, and so forth. So they're going to try to send a humanoid robot to Mars, not to the moon. FBI and CISA issue warnings about dangerous new ransomware strain. It's called Snatch Ransomware Activities on the Rise. Again, it all goes about all these tactics that's being used to try to break into systems. You look at the MGM break-in, Caesar's Palace, and all these other places, the Clorox getting hacked. It just goes on and on and on. And uh, some big, big issues out there. So just be careful as you're answering phone calls, responding to email, everything goes on. Be suspicious of the stuff that you get in your email and text even as well. Facebook officially embraces fake profiles. Made is going to let Facebook users create multiple personal profiles and switch between them without logging out and logging back in. Whether you're new to Facebook or longtime user, you may want to keep your personal and professional relationships separate, or you may want to keep one profile tied to a community you're part of and another profile just for friends. Creating multiple personal profiles lets you easily organize who you share with and what content you see for the various parts of your life. You'll be able to have up to four additional Facebook profiles. You can switch between them from the menu that's accessible 
when you tap your profile pic on the bottom right of the toolbar. However, additional profiles have some limitations. Messenger app won't support them, and features like Facebook dating, Facebook Marketplace, and professional mode aren't accessible from your extra profiles for now. May says it's been experimenting with the feature over the last year, and we've heard from people that clear that clear organization of friends, groups, and interests help them feel free to engage. So that's an interesting move. We knew this was potentially coming. Meanwhile, the U.S. and the U.K. have striked a data transfer agreement. The European Commission approved a similar data transfer agreement with the United States in July. The United States and the U.K. and U.S. finally finalized an agreement allowing for the free flow of online data between the two nations. I guess this is governmental data. An executive order by the president last year containing a series of surveillance reforms, uh, including redress for surveillance decisions in front of a new data protection review court, brought the United States up to par with the UK and UA, paving the way for the agreement Thursday. In July, the European Commission approved a similar data transfer agreement with the United States. So, uh, as a UK data bridge would uphold the rights of data subjects, facilitate responsible innovation, providing individuals in both countries greater access services that suit them. For tech companies, agreement provides reassurances that their operations can continue um, unimpeded. So uh, anyway, the link will be up in the show notes on that. Again, an eclectic set of content tonight. Over at techradar.com, watch out Amazon and Roku. Vizio's new 4K TVs are vying to be the best budget TV. So the Quantum Pro series was sold in 65 and 75-inch screen sizes for six ninety nine. And $9.99, respectively. Um, these TV features a QLED display panel and LED backlit with local dimming, 40 zones for 65-inch model and 80 zones for 75-inch. I don't know what the zones mean. Other features designed to enhance picture performance include ADS Pro with all-angle viewing. So, again, um, these are budget versions of TVs, but uh, just looking at the specs, they look like they could be pretty nice. Uh, I have the link up in the show notes. Anyway, Vizio. I don't fully understand the legal jar jargon, but a judge seems to have a bit of a concern after Google demands the Department of Justice st stop sharing public trial exhibits. Uh, and of course, just so we understand what's at stake here, every document the Department of Justice lawyers push into evidence, they post on their website, and it gets picked up far and wide. Google's lawyer said in an objection raised on Tuesday, the dramatic, the dramatic moment filed sealed testimony from Google's vice president for finance regarding a document that Google claimed was embarrassing, and who someone would claim was full of hyperbole and exaggeration. This isn't a business record. It's totally irrelevant to these proceedings. And the judge didn't know the DOJ was doing this or the DOJ take down all the exhibits on its website, tracking updates in the trial. However, Bloomberg reported that they acknowledge that once it's admitted evidence, it's in fairness, it's a public document, even though Google considered this email embarrassing. Uh, it says it doesn't contain anything confidential. So anyway, it's all about, um, it's all about the, uh, 
So it's very, very curious what's going on here. Anyway, just ongoing legal battles back and forth. Signal is adding quantum level encryption to their app to help customers safe. This is next level. An update <coughs> said the layer of protection will protect against the threat of a quantum computer being built in a feature that is powerful enough to break current encryption standards. Quantum computing promise to pose a very real threat to encryption. So uh, it's interesting that now we're starting to hear about quantum computing. Talked about it earlier, but DuckDuckGo CEO says it takes too many switch, too many steps to switch from Google. And this is part of the uh, antitrust stuff that's going on. Um, switching is way harder than it needs to be. He testified Thursday in government's antitrust trial against Google's parent, Alphabet. Department of Justice claims Google pays more than $10 billion a year to tech rivals, smartphones, and makers, and wireless providers to be the pre-selected option. By illegally maintaining this monopoly, the government alleges Google has kept rival search engines such as Microsoft, Bing, and DuckDuckGo from gaining the scale needed to compete. So uh, I don't think it's too hard. It just asks, do you want it to be your default browser? And you say yes. So I don't know what the big deal is. If you want to switch, you can switch. Over on WTOP.com, what's in store for Skywatchers this fall? Planets galore and the moon shadow. So I have a link up for this. It's got a list of all the major moon events that are going to be happening in October. So the link will be up in the show notes for all of you to check that out. Meanwhile, I got an ad that just popped up. You know, here's the problem. Just look at, look at this insanity. So I'm on a CBS News website for those of you watching the show. And it's just a massive ad. Do I, when can I close this? This just makes me so irritated. All right, Mosaic, NASA Mosaic, Kirk, just keep that as a note that maybe we don't want to have any more CBS News links if we can find the article somewhere else. NASA Mosaic image reveals unprecedented detail of moon's south pole. Thanks to two lunar orbiting cameras working together in the moon, NASA has been able to reveal at least a mosaic showing unprecedented detail of the region. And I don't, I don't know if it's uh, just a small area. And... But anyway, it's basically combining imaging from two different platforms. So link will be up in the show notes for you to check that out. MGM is back after 10 days as analysts eye effects of the casino cyber attacks. So uh, it, it took them 10 days to get back online. And apparently they may have paid $15 million against the ransom to uh, get their stuff unlocked. So that, that's a, that's a cheap for them to pay, but that's still a big number. The government names three Amazon execs as prime suspects in subscription ripoff case. Now, this is interesting. The USFTC has named three senior Amazon staffers accused of proving tactics designed to confuse people into signing up for online prime loyalty. Neil Lindsay, former head of prime team, current boss Russell Granadette, Prime VP Jamel Gahani were all named in an amending complaint ongoing court case against Amazon alleges the e-tail giant not only duped customers in signing up for Prime and deliberately made it hard for them to cancel. Despite internal warnings about the obtuse process, the Amazon execs declined to change the system for fear of causing a shock to the business system. 
As of early six, 2016, staff formed that Prime sign-up process was designed to mislead or trick users to make them do something they don't want to do, like sign up for a reoccurring bill. The complaint filed in federal district court claim Amazon tried to delay and hinder the FTC investigation. So we'll see where this goes. Toshiba is now private. The offer concluded on September 20. Company set September 27th as a date on which TBGH Incorporated, an entity created by Japan Industrial Partners, specifically acquired Toshiba will take over and they will become a private company, buying back all 340,459,163,000 shares, taking the company public and removing them from trading. Hyundai is offering a free EV charger and $600 off installation for a limited time. The deal is on select models until October 31st. So if you are looking for a new vehicle and you're thinking about a Hyundai, some sort of electric vehicle from them, you'd be able to get the Hyundai ChargePoint Home Flex Level 2 EV Charger for $549, but again, $600 off, providing a total. Well, it's actually, you get the charger for free and then $600 off the installation fees, a total of uh, over $1,000, $1,100 in savings. So the offers... For anyone purchasing a brand new 2023, a 2024 Equinox 5, Equinox 6, and a 2023 Kona Electric. However, it has to be through Hyundai Motor Finance. Oh, so you have to finance through them from now until October 31st. So if you have your own financing, they're going to make the money back on you on interest rates. That's how that's going to work. Razor makes a $5,000 Lamborghini-inspired version of its Blade 16 laptop. The company also announced a collaboration with Dulce and Gabbana. So I don't know if this is just, you know, a fancy, fancy computer, but it has a 13th generation core i9 that boasts 24 cores and 32 threads, has a GeForce 4090 GPU, 4 terabyte SSD, 32 gigs of DDR5 RAM, and a dual mode mini LEK 4K 16 inch display. And remember, it's five thousand dollars but it kind of looks like a lamborghini <laughs> google's taking a snarky shot at apple over rcs in its latest ad the green blue bubble controversy continues google's been trying to pressure apple into adopting rich communication systems rcs the messaging protocol app for a long time so they're teasing saying that the google messaging system is kind of like an iPager. And it's kind of a comical little video. You have a little fun watching. It's a minute and 12 seconds. Link will be up in the show notes for you to check it out. A data breach reveals distressing info. People, hoarder pineapple, people who order pineapple on pizza. Pizza Australia says 190,000 customers' infos, including order history, has been accessed. Even more seriously, pizza order histories have been leaked. Yes, that means the bad guys have seen the database of people who like pineapple on their pizza. I don't care what people put on their pizza, and I don't care how, what they see I order. But the name, delivery addresses, email address, phone numbers have been accessed, accessed in Australia, 190,000 of you. Once again, another hack and attack. Clorox CyberTac leads to product shortages. Apparently, the Clorox company said it's operating at lower rates of order processing and has recently begun to experience an elevated level of consumer product availability. 
They had attack back in August that is now causing widespread disruptions. Clark said a regulatory filing money that detected unauthorized activity in some of its information technology systems and took immediate steps to stop and mediate the activity, including taking certain systems offline. The company said it's already resumed production of the vast reduced manufacturing sites, manufacturing sites, and expect to ramp up to full production over time. So again, another attack shuts down another company. This stuff is getting bad. Uber Eats will begin accepting food stamps for grocery deliveries in 2024. It will also accept Medicare cards for eligible grocery items. And basically, you'll have a breakdown in your bill to say grocery benefit applied and what wasn't. So you'll have you know, the stuff you put in your cart will automatically be flagged if it's an allowed purchase under, um, under, under your whatever the card is they give for people that are on food assistance and for those that are on uh, Medicare cards. So uh, again, that'll happen in 2024. All right, if you've got comments on today's show, feel free to send an email, geeknews at gmail.com, geeknews at gmail.com, at geeknews on Twitter, or X, as uh, I'm trying to learn to say. It's been my pleasure to bring you the show. Sorry about the disruptions here. I just, uh, messages blowing up my, my phone here that I have to attend to. But uh, we'll be back Monday with another edition of the Geekness Central Podcast. It's been my pleasure to bring you the show. Thank you for being here. For those of you participating uh, lit and live, we definitely appreciate that as well. And uh, definitely, if you switch to one of those new podcasting apps, let me know. I'll send you some Satoshis. We've had some people take me up on it here recently. Please consider that. All right. All right, everyone. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time on the Geekness Central Podcast. Be safe. Take care of one another. We'll see you back here on Monday. All right. Bye-bye.